Hey, sweet friends, my name is Chef Schomburg. I started my baking business with a bottle of DiSerrano and one Bundt cake pan. Fast forward to today from news to magazines, speaking on national stages and more, I can truly say that baking has changed my life. So now as a bakery business coach, I get to help others have the same success. I've helped hundreds of my students across the world in my global membership program create six-figure businesses, mainly from home. The Baking for Business podcast is an extension of that, from actionable tips to valuable tools and resources that can impact you as a business owner. I truly believe, y'all, we would never have been given a gift if we couldn't profit and prosper from it. So come on, darling. What are you waiting for? Hey, sweet friends, I hope that as you listen to this, it really blesses your soul because this is something that I love to talk about and it really lights me up. You know, as we become entrepreneurs, no one really gives us a manual. Hell, I wish it came with a manual. One of the things I noticed the most most is that um, your faith really gets tested. And even if you're like a chef, this isn't for me. I'm not a, a spiritual or religious person. It's not about religion. It's really about reliance. Because what happens is, especially if you're deciding to become a full-time entrepreneur, or you're deciding to build a business, there's no one for you to now rely on except yourself. So when things don't get done, you have to rely on yourself. And oftentimes learning ourselves can lead to new possibilities. I know that what I've learned about myself over the years is that I've learned that I'm super highly competitive, which can be a bad thing. And sometimes it can actually be a really, really wonderful thing. I've also learned things that matter to me that I'm more purpose driven. I've had business coaches say, oh, uh, uh, you, you shouldn't you shouldn't do that. Um you know, that person's not paying you for that, or you you shouldn't do that. And I always say, well, it's not really about the money. I've learned that I'm more about the passion. So even when society or systems or classes say, okay, you should do this X, Y, Z. I normally like to do X, Y, Z, one, two, three. <laughs> I just like to create my own path. But there's a few things that I noticed in teaching bakers, all the hundreds of students I've taught and I've spoken to over the years, is that sometimes the things we struggle with are issues of not only mindset, but they're also issues of personal development. You know, when you're on a job, you're doing the guidelines, the things that people tell you to do. So if there's an action that needs to be done, you just complete it because, you know, you have to complete. You have to complete it because you're on the clock. But when you're self-employed and you're building a business, sometimes you hold back. You're resistant. You don't complete things. You approach things with this different attitude or with this mindset shift that isn't really successful for you as a human, as a person who is into personal development and growth. But it's also not successful for you as a creative, as someone who's trying to build a business and share your products or services. So one of the things I've noticed is that I can share strategies with people all day. I can give people a game plan. I can show them new ways, new opportunities, introduce them to new beliefs. But if they don't overcome the things that they're battling inside, if they don't overcome what's in their mind and the things that they think that they don't deserve or desire, if they don't overcome the limiting beliefs that they have, then it's really going to hold them back. And so today, if you're going through something in business, or maybe you're not going through anything in business, but maybe hearing these will prepare you in case a bump comes in the road, because business is all about ebbs and flows. 
things go up and things go down. No two days are alike in entrepreneurship, but the only thing that remains the same is your willingness and your dedication to see your business grow. And even that may change. Sometimes you might feel like, what the hell am I doing this for? But hopefully if you remember your why, why you started this business, why you like to share your passion, why you like to have these desires, um, why you want to accomplish this. Maybe it's to leave a legacy for your children, to see your family prosper, to get out of debt, to bless people, to take over the world with your recipes, your gifts, your skills, your talents, whatever your why is. These are three mindset shifts that I noticed that sometimes people struggle with and helping them remember their why so that they can get over the hump and actually succeed in business. So one of the first things is having a I gotta attitude. I speak to a lot of people all the time, especially in regards to social media, and people will say, oh my gosh, I got a poster. I'm so tired of having to poster. I got a post. And they say it coming from a place of hurt, but also coming from a place of being upset, but also being ungrateful. And one of the things I tell people all the time is that you don't gotta do anything. But instead of looking at something as if I got to post or else I got to do this or else, why not look at it from a place of I get to, I'm able to, I'm honored to. So one of the switches there is that when you approach something with a I get to instead of I got to, is that you now add gratitude in the mix. So rather than complaining, and I know you don't want to hear this. I know it's so much easier to complain about the algorithm. It's so much easier to to blame uh, the CEO of Instagram or TikTok or Facebook for all the changes. It's always easier to point the finger and say, well, it's because of this person I'm not succeeding, or if I only had more followers, if I only had this. But what happens is that you're looking at all the things that you don't have in the moment, and you're not being grateful for what you do have. For the first time in history, social media has leveraged the playing field. It allows us to show up and to reach the same audiences that big brand people get to reach for no money. I mean, if you want to invest in ads, you can, but for the majority of it, it's free. Social media is a party that you get to come to every day. And yet you take that for granted. I don't know about you, but I love posting on social media. I love sharing because every single day when I wake up and after I have my prayers and I journal, I sit back and I say, wow, it's crazy that I get the opportunity to show up on free platforms and share my message with people all across the world. So rather than a God damn, I got to create another reel. Oh man, I got to schedule this post. No, I don't have to do it. But here's what happens when I don't do it. I can't complain about the results that I don't have from the work that I don't do. So if you're listening to this and you're the type of person that's saying, why is my business not growing? Why am I not seeing more customers? Why are people not bothering for me? Rather than asking why everyone else isn't contributing to your success, start asking yourself what, why instead of what, what am I doing in order to reach more customers? What businesses have I taken samples to this past month in order to greet and meet new people? What networking events have I attended 
so that I can change my network because I'm a firm believer in your network equals your net worth. So rather than approaching it with a, I got to do this, I got to do this, start changing that mindset shift. And every time you hear yourself saying, I got to replace that with, I am so grateful that I get to. Because in actuality, none of this is promised to us. It can all be taken away. I see people all the time who say, I'm viral and this is how I went viral. This is how I went from 5,000 to 50. This is how I went from 10,000 to 100,000. And you know what? There's no secret to virality. I mean, it's a numbers game. You posted something, you showed up, it took off, and then that's it. Your numbers changed. That's it. But I know people with 100,000 followers who can't sell any products. Matter of fact, on CNN a couple of years back, there was this young lady. She was a quote unquote influencer, right? Because you reach a certain amount of number and people label you as an influencer. And she had over 150,000 followers. She came up with a t-shirt line and she couldn't even sell 12 t-shirts, right? Because just because you're able to have followers and people follow you, it doesn't mean that you show up all the time and that you're sharing something that's going to convert those followers into customers. I know people with less than 3,000 followers who make six figures. And I know people with 50, 60, 80,000 followers who are struggling. So rather than a, if I only had more followers, start looking at all these people who follow me now, how can I show up? I get to show up and pour into them. I have the opportunity to show up and share my products with the 200, the 300, the 500 people who already follow me. That's a huge amount of people. So don't let the I gotta be one of those mindset shifts that you struggle with every time you approach something in entrepreneurship. Don't say, oh man, chef recommended a book. I gotta read a book. Be like, damn. I'm so grateful that I get the opportunity to go to a library, which is for free, check out a book, which is for free, and get free business knowledge. I'm grateful that I get to do that. So think about that mindset shift. And remember, if you're faithful with the few, I truly believe that you'll be blessed with many. So if you're not being faithful with what you have right now, how is it that you expect more to come? So change the I gotta to I get to, I'm able to. And then you'll notice a difference when you add in more empathy, but also more gratitude and more humbleness in how you approach things in your business. So that's one of the first mindset shifts I have for you. One of the second shifts is that I notice a lot of people step into entrepreneurship with a one-sided viewpoint. I'll meet people who will say, I'm so excited to to work with you. I can't believe I get to work with you. So uh, what what social media classes do you have? Or they'll become a member of the entrepreneur community and then they'll start asking, okay, so what about social media? And I'll say, well, what about it? Well, I really want to grow my business. So what are the social media hacks or what are the, the growth tricks or what is it that I can do? And I'm like, that's one way, but that's not even the biggest way for you to grow your business. So because they step into something with the one-sided mindset, they've already determined that they think that the only way for them to grow is to take an approach to dominate social media, or like, I'm going to turn them into a social media goddess. And it's not true. If anything, I'll turn you into a keyword goddess 
or organic reach goddess, because I know from growing a business and from seeing and helping other people grow six-figure businesses, that social media isn't the only answer. But what happens is that when you approach something with a one-sided view, a lot of times people who have a one-sided view, I can tell you that the glass is half full, but you say the glass is half empty. Two people can hear the exact same thing, but perception is going to base how those two people interpret that information, process that information, and act on it. So even though you hear the glass is half full, you're saying out of your mouth that the glass is half empty. And I'm running around saying, no, it's full. It's full. Let's be grateful for that. We have half a glass of water. So when you approach things one-sided in your baking business, someone could be giving you advice. Someone could be putting you on, on game. Number one, realize this. If you knew it all already, then chances are you wouldn't be asking that person. That's number one. Number two, just a little exercise of humble pie for you to decide. What if you were to use a coin toss method? Heads, you give that person's way a try. And tails, you go back into your old way. Let's say it landed on heads. What do you have to lose by trying a new way? by trying a new opportunity. I meet so many bakers now and inside of my group, people are always saying, oh my gosh, I got to order off of uh, uh, Yelp or I got to order off of Organic Reach or I got to order from here, I got to order from there. And I'm like, yeah, it's possible to get orders from other places besides social media when you work and when you show up and when you believe and when you trust the process to try new things. So if you're a person that's always afraid of change and you're always afraid to try new things. Someone suggests something and you're like, no, no, nah, I, I, well, no, it's this way. I've been doing it this way. Let me ask you, can you get rid of the blanket? Because what it is, is that you're like that little child that's always in a room that has to have a blanket. You have to have something to cling to, to feel comfortable. Because one of the reasons why you don't like to accept or to try something different or to change something is because it takes you out of your comfort zone. Being an entrepreneur is all about growth. It's also about learning. You'll learn things about yourself personally that you like and don't like. You'll learn things about the market. And your reaction to how you interpret the things you learn is what's either going to catapult you to more success or you're going to be at a standstill. You'll get in a game and you'll watch everybody else win. And then you'll think, okay, well, let me copy them. Well, let me do this like this. Well, let me do this like that. And then what happens is that you don't show up and you're not being authentic to your true self. You're one-sided. You're taking something, how it's appearing, and you're running off with it, right? As opposed to walking in your own path, no matter how scary that path may be, you have to let go of that security blanket. You don't want to be 45, 75, 85 years old, never trying anything new, always saying it's your way or the highway not really allowing other people to pour into you and to show you things because your mind is already set on, no, it's not like this. The glass is half full. Like I always like to tell people, if it's working for you now, then what do you need me for? Seriously, why'd you reach out? What do you need me for? Like, because if I can't change your mind, if I can't get you to try something new, if I can't show you something and have you take action on it, then it's, it's null and void. 
And I'm a firm believer in faith without work is dead. So why show up to believe in something if you're not going to do the work or if you're not even going to try? Some people don't even try because they have piss poor thinking. They're so afraid to try something new. I can tell people right now, hey, go list your business on Thumbtack. You can really get a lot of orders. And do you know what people will turn around and tell me? You're asking my group, hey, so has anybody tried Thumbtack? I'm like, wait, I just told you that. You're so one-sided and sometimes a little bit of laziness can come with one-sided that rather than dive into it and be appreciative, and again, with step number one, have a, wow, I'm so grateful I can list my business on a platform and attract customers. You're so stuck in your ways. Now you take your one-sided view and what do you do? You seek validation. You have to ask everybody and their mama about what it is that somebody told you, the information that they gave you, the game that they put you on board, because you just can't get over your one-sided opinion. So stop that. Do the coin toss method. Will it kill you to try something new? Step out of your comfort zone and ask yourself this. Am I so steep in my opinion because I'm afraid to let go of my security blanket? And if I do try what's being presented in front of me, will it hurt me? Chances are it won't, but if it works, will it help me? And chances are it will. So sometimes you have to talk yourself through the issues that come up whenever you face a new challenge. One of the last mindset shifts is that I see a lot of people say fake it till they make it, and I really don't believe in that. We have a tendency to live in a culture where we see other people win. And so what that does inside of us is it makes us start to compare. We can be blessed with the apple, but we'll be walking down the street and we'll see someone with two apples and we'll be like, oh, man, why? Why they got two apples? You were just happy with the one. God gave you an apple. The universe dropped you a free apple and you were fine and dandy until you crossed the road and you saw someone else with two apples. Now you're questioning yourself. You're questioning your ability. Now, all of a sudden, because someone else has more than what you have at the current moment, you withdrew and you no longer have a sense of gratitude. The problem with that is, what if the second apple was actually in that person's hand? What if that person was actually greeting you to give you the second apple because they didn't even need it? You would never know because you immediately looked at that person and you turned away. We do this oftentimes. Sometimes people will say this is imposter syndrome. We'll look at people and we'll say, well, I'm, I'm not good enough. I'm an imposter. I'm a fake. This person is so much far ahead. But what if that person was actually put on a path to help you rather than hating or having a comparison spirit about that person? What if you approach them only to find out that the thing that you need is what that person has? You know, I don't really believe in imposter syndrome and I don't believe in faking it until you make it because we shouldn't have to fake shit. You need to really be authentic. But I do believe in what if you were to believe it until you achieved it? And sometimes on your path to believing, you may run across people who are a little bit further in their journey than you are. And that's okay. What if you were meant to meet that person? so that they can pour a little bit more into your belief system, so that they can help you a little bit more while you run this race called life and while you complete this marathon that we call business. So here's what I want you to do. What I want you to do the next time you say, I have imposter syndrome or I'm not 
good enough or I'm comparing or I'm not grateful with the apples that I have in my hand. I want you to sit down and I want you to make a list of all the things that you've overcome in life. Because sometimes we have to be reminded of the things that we've gone through to really realize that we are worthy. You are amazing. You can do great things. There's no sense in comparing your journey. You guys, especially on social media, we're looking at people's highlights and we don't see all the behind the scenes. We don't see the grinding that they do. We don't see the work that they put in. We just see someone winning and then all of a sudden it evokes a type of emotion in us to make us compare ourselves. Now, here we were on our race thinking we were doing good, but just because someone has a 5% advantage over us, now we're feeling some type of way. And then that causes us to question our belief system. So I don't want you to fake it until you make it. I want you to believe it until you achieve it. But while you're believing it on the path to believing it, if you see someone else winning or if you see someone else who has it, root them on, cheer for them. That is an indication from the universe that if it can be done once before, it can be done a second time. Release the guard of intimidation or fear or, well, now they have it. And so now I see something that they have and I like to have it for myself, but I don't think I'm worthy enough. Let go of that imposter syndrome. Shift your mindset to believe that anything that you have is worth working for, but also anything that you want can be accomplished if you would just put in a little bit of hard work. All right, you guys. So those are the three mindset shifts I have for you guys. I have been, for the current time, promoting an eight-week coaching program that I have coming up. And whether or not you sign up for the coaching program or not, it's fine by me. I don't care. But here's what I care about. When I hear some of the reasons The coaching program is called Teaching Your Passion. It's an eight-week coaching program where I'm going to help those who want to teach and who have a desire to teach to sell their courses and generate more money teaching classes. And it's not so much the coaching program. It's the excuses and the things I hear of why people feel they're not good enough to teach. And not only just teaching, even growing a business. These mindset shifts that I hear, they're from people who struggle with regular things, such as social media, struggle with getting sales. A lot of that comes from having a I gotta attitude versus a I get to show up and serve every day. A lot of that comes from having a, well, it's this way, it's my way or no way versus a, yeah, chef, put me on game. What platforms can I list my business on? I'm ready to try something new. A lot of that comes from a, oh, well, what will they say? What will they think? Imposter syndrome. So that's effective, not just for wanting to teach classes. All of these shifts, all of these ways of thinking just come from people being business owners in the everyday. And so what I'm encouraging you today is to ditch them. You have to develop a strong mindset as you continue to walk your entrepreneur journey. Find an accountability accountability buddy or a coach. If I'm not the person for you, that's great. I don't care. Hell, as long as you need help, reach out to a local business owner. Get a business bestie and y'all start linking up once a week and go over. Hey, sis, how are you feeling this week? Talk about your feelings. Don't bury them and suppress them. Tell someone what's on your mind. If your sales suck, tell someone your sales suck. Maybe they're able to say, well, let me try that recipe or, well, let me see how you package that or let me help you with that. 
You can never get help if you don't open your mouth and ask for it. Closed mouths don't get fed. Y'all hear that all the time. All right. So as you continue to win in life and as you continue to grow in business, I hope you use these three mindset shifts. You go from I gotta to I get to and I'm grateful to. You go from a it's my side, it's my opinion only to what do you got for me? I'm ready to make a change. And you go from a, I'm a fake it till I make it to a, I'm a believe it till I achieve it. If it's possible for them, it's possible for me. There's no imposter because I'm real. The dreams and desires that I have are real. If you shift those thoughts Every time something stirs up inside of you, I guarantee you, you'll put yourself on a road to success much quicker because you'll realize that everything you want is on the other side of fear. And the only difference from being brave and from sitting in fear is to simply shift the way you view the situation. Thanks so much for listening, you guys. I hope you have an amazing week. Bye for now.